the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. I decided today I wouldn't go with radio voice. What do you think? You're killing me. Is that a good one or it's not? fantastic. Should we go back to radio is, voice? Is that subtle, Paul? That was, that was, um, that was like PBS Paul. That was like NPR Paul. NPR Paul. Can I tell you what I thought PBS did for in my head? Probably not radio appropriate. Go uh, ahead. That's what I was thinking. Maybe not. Yeah, I was trying to think what it would. But, but as soon as you ask permission, I'm like, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> red flags go up. Well, this is the Mess It Up podcast where we take messes, turn them into messages. So the mess that I just made out of that intro is going to be a message later on in life because you can push through anything and still make it work. Just roll with it. Look at it go. That's it. Um, I am the bow tie guy and I'm one half of the team here. And I am the biker chick, which means I'm the other half of said team. If you do the math right, that's two halves, which equal one whole. And that is what we are. A whole lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> um, our word of the week this week. I think you're going to like this one. When I, when I picked this word of the week, I was like, Christine is going to look at me like I'm some sort of kook. Uh, but the word is mawkish. And uh, mawkish is like exaggerated or childishly emotional, which sometimes I can be laying down on the ground, pounding my fists and hands and kicking my feet and just having a conniption fit and uh, acting a little bit mawkish. And so hmm. I thought, hmm, that's a good one for me. That is good. Sometimes I feel that way. Um, so we're sitting here today. Doing show number 29. The next show we do is 30. The big 30. The big 3 Easy. Can we even say it's the dirty 30? Oh, I guess we could. We are messing up. I didn't know that Things one. But here's dirty. what I'm thinking. I, where my mind went is who cares about 30 because the next one is 31. That's Baskin Robbins show. So we're going to have ice cream when we record because 30 wonderful flavors at Baskin Robbins. Gotcha. Yeah. So we're going to have ice cream on show 31 um, while we eat. And everybody, when they listen, should should have ice cream. Maybe we should go and record the show at Baskin Robbins. We're going to have to have non-dairy uh, ice cream. Yes. So we're going to have ice. <laughs> ice. Ice. We're going to have ice. Ice, ice, ice baby. Ice. Yeah. So that'll be our, our song of the week will be some vanilla ice. You know, that's the no. only song I've ever karaoke'd. I've never karaoke'd another song ever. Really? But I have twice karaoke'd Ice Ice Well, baby. you know, for the New Year's Eve bash at uh, CR at RCA Church, we do do you do do? We do do <laughs> sober karaoke uh, till I, midnight. I actually did Ice Ice Baby drunk once, and then I did it sober once. So oh, I've wow. experienced both sides of the fence on wow. that one. Wow. Yeah. When you did it drunk, was it uh, It was rocks, fantastic. Rocks, baby? No, it was it was amazing. See, I did it rocks, I, rocks. I get it. I get yeah, it. That was on my the, clever on the rocks, joke. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh-huh. uh, uh. All right. Well, you know, if you, don't, <laughs> if you don't like the way I run the show, you can take it over because that's what I do. I could, but you don't let me talk. I know. It's tricky. Tricky, you, tricky. You should send me for like an errand. Like, right. Hey, can you go get mommy oh, uh, can you, uh, a pencil? Can you go get me a pencil out of the drawer? Please? You know, the trick that I used to use um, when I was teaching, and I learned this from my friend Sue, is you'd have, you're out there on yard duty. And when the teachers are on yard duty, I'm, I'm breaking, you know, the rules here, giving a little bit of inside baseball on it. The teachers want to stand next to the other teachers on the concrete, not in the dirt, and talk. Right. And ignore everybody. Absolutely. So don't have fights. That's the only reason we have the rule, don't chase, don't fight. Because then we have to do something. Right. So Sue, she's so clever. 
there was these little kids and they're trying to talk to us and bothering us about nothing. It wasn't like, oh, I'm bleeding or anything. They were just, they, they were chatty. So like, okay, I want you to see how fast you can go uh, and run around all of the tetherball courts. Ready, go, I'll time you. And then she just pushed her wrist. She wasn't even wearing a watch. She just pushed her wrist like she was starting to stopwatch. And the kids were like, and then they just took off running. That's fantastic. They can't not accept that challenge. I was like, that's genius. So that's what you need to do. You just need to give me an errand. You need to tell me you'll time me and see if I can break the record. If I could stop yawning, I would. Hey. I think it's the coffee. The coffee does that to me. Maybe I'm just that boring. No, no I can you're tell not. jokes. No, please don't. Uh, <laughs> do you know what you call it? If you watch somebody rob an Apple store, no. You're an eyewitness. I don't understand. Like an iPod, like an iWatch, like a you know, iPad, iMac, all those i things. I- yeah, that's what it is. Gotcha. Yeah, that's my funny. I get it. Yeah, your it, turn. It took way too much explanation Wait. for me to understand that. Yeah, yeah. And People on the interwebs are laughing right now. No, they're not. Uh, well, they, they got over. <laughs> they got over. They were. They began with a laugh. They began when you told the joke that it was yeah. not funny. Yeah. I mean funny. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So why are we here? What are we talking about today? We take messes and turn them into messages. I've got a mess for you. Let me hear it. Lay so, it on me. Sock it to me, sister. <laughs> All I think of is cake when you say that. Remember I had a sock it to me cake? No. So good. Um, anyway, on that note, I think donuts. Mm. <laughs> I have had donuts. I've got a little ADD. So because of this, I went to schedule an appointment at a psych doctor today. And it was very interesting because I've been to a psychiatrist, psychologist, I can't remember which is different, but I've been to... The psychologist will tell you, tell me more, and the psychiatrist will say, try these meds. Oh, okay. I don't know which one I was. But I was at one when I had my kid diagnosed with ADD. And so uh, it was childhood, you know, took him, it was nice fluffy couches, come in, pretty waiting room, you know. I was like, okay, cool. I've been to counselors in my life. Same kind of thing. Nice comfy couch. Come in, sit down. You know, no big deal. Well, this was a mental health clinic. And so this was where real life happened. This Mm -hmm. is where, um, you know, they don't have the bougie couches. They don't have the fluffy pillows. They have the real life issues going on. And so I instantly walked in and I went, (gasps) And I looked around and I was like, I don't belong here. And God was like, oh no, <laughs> why not? And I instantly got on a high horse and my pride stepped forward and was like, oh, your, your problems aren't this bad. You, you know, and I start minimizing what I'm going through. Am I even really having these problems? Because these are real problems and I'm not having real problems. So I should probably leave because I, I shouldn't be here. I don't have real problems. Now, was, was that more, as you look at it, is that more because you don't want to deal with the problems that you have or making yourself feel a little bit more high and, you know, at least I'm not as bad as that guy? No, it, well, I don't know because I don't feel like it was like, oh, at least I'm not as, as bad as that person. That's it's like, where I'd be. It's like, um... I'm not as bad as these people. I don't want to bother. You know, I don't want to waste these people's okay. time because right. yeah. like in, in the ba- grand scheme of things, like I don't have issues. Like these people have visible 
mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I don't. At least I don't think. And that's the funny mirror. part, right? Uh-huh. Right. And but the mirror I was definitely looking into was a prideful one of, and it was it was an interesting thought process after that, because there was a bit of humility that God graced me with after that of, Christina, your problems are very valid. You mm-hmm. have things that are happening in your life that you need to figure out. And we need to figure this out together because praying them away is not God's option for this set of circumstances for me. That may change. He's, you know, pretty big guy up there. He can do whatever he wants. But right now the journey I'm on is not that of just instant healing. It's there's going to be a process that I'm looking at. And so he just reminded me like, no, there are things going on, you know, why, why are you any less deserving of the healthiest you than any of these people are? Mm, I like that healthiest you idea. And yeah, me too. Once I got down off that big old horse <laughs> I was on, but it was, it was at first it was culture shock because I do live in a world of denial of it's not really that bad of an issue. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's taken me a little while to even I had to drive almost an hour and a half to go get this appointment made today. And boy, did that take some time to do. Cause I'm like, that's one heck of a, you know, getting on the road and moving it so that I can go see them for something that might not be so bad. Yeah. And then I get there and it's like, Whoa, it's not that bad, but there are things that are affecting my life that I need to get discussed and handled. And, um, it doesn't matter what, you know, Mary next to me is doing, or John on the other side of me is doing, like, I need to concern myself with Christina and where I'm at in life. Yeah. Were you there by yourself or did, did someone go with you? Uh, Romanator. Okay. But not another adult. No. To no. say, all right, no, you're staying here. Yeah. No. So, but you stayed. I did. I stayed. I filled out the, the paperwork. It was kind of funny because the first appointment that they gave me would be on my birthday. Happy birthday And I was like, you. uh, no. No, not a chance. So I go the day after my, okay. my 39th birthday. Okay. And the real 39th or is this, this no, one? No, this is the real 39th. No, okay. first 39th. Okay. Yep. Um, and afterwards, what, what was your perspective? Was it a different perspective or? It was just one of those things of, you know, I just got to do this. I got to do this and see what happens and see what Doc has to say about what I'm going through and whether it is isn't even an issue. I don't, I don't know. Right. I, I've had those problems before where I've been like, okay, that, that same thing of like, you don't belong here. You don't deserve to get this treatment that other people are getting right. or, and not necessarily with, um, mental health, but with just with anything. And I remember when I was subbing one time, I went into the teacher's line and I was like, Oh, are you new? I was like, Oh, I'm just a sub. And like, I mean, just a sub, right? You're, you're standing in for somebody and, and teaching these kids and you're a teacher. You're not just anything. I was like, hmm. that's an interesting perspective. We yeah. weren't expecting that. Um, and I think the thing that's important to remember is, and, and this is so, you know, we talked about this last week on the show, the whole no mistake God concept. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I don't always clue Christine in when I, you know, make the production notes on the show and stuff like that. So the song that we're doing for today, our, our song of the week, 
This is Plum with Beautifully Broken. Oh, nice. And we will be back right after this. Broken by Plum, and uh, we saw Plum twice this summer, my wife and I did, and it was just fantastic. And one of the things I love about Plum is she is super non-superficial. And nice. she came out, and she was wearing this this dress that was kind of, you know, poofy and you know, plasticky looking. And, and she comes out, and she says, "Yeah, I know, my dress looks like a garbage bag." And I was like. That's fantastic. I love you already. This yes. is fantastic. This is just outstanding. I just love that that honesty in it. But when I hear the song Beautifully Broken, I feel, and I'm, I know I'm not the only one, but I feel broken a lot of the time. I don't always feel whole. I don't always feel complete. I don't always feel stable or strong or secure or okay. And that idea of being beautifully broken. Right. I think it fits our, 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 I mean, this could be a, a theme song for the podcast, mess it up because we take the mess, turn it into a message. And that whole idea of beautifully broken just to me just weaves right into that. So what's coming to my mind right now is back in the day, there used to be a song called beautiful, beautiful disaster that I used to listen to. I had, um, there's a band called Roger Klein and the peacemakers from Arizona, kind of local band guy. And, um, it was one of their songs. So I had it on my truck dash mat, you know, embroidered. I had hats that said beautiful disaster. Like that was my thing is I was a beautiful disaster and, but I was a disaster. And so it's kind of funny. So I think of that same kind of mentality, but when you add Jesus, it's a completely different, beautifully broken than my disaster was back when I thought it was a beautiful disaster. And it's so funny because the place that I am emotionally, mentally right now, it's when you're numbing all your pain, Mm. when you've lost your way and you feel so far away, you're not. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. Because I totally feel, I feel numbed. I feel lost. I don't know how to get back. I'm trying to figure it out. And um, so it's good to hear this song. I don't think I've ever heard this song. And... 
read the lyrics or anything like that. Really? Yeah, but this is my like anthem song. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good <laughs> stuff because and I look at it and the the line in the chorus that says even a million scars doesn't change who you, whose you are. Yes, whose you are. Yeah. And that's the, what I heard pop out. It's normally you if you mentally want to fill in words, you know. Uh-huh. I was going to fill in who you are. You're right. And then I heard whose you are, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. a good little twist there, Miss yeah, Plum. Yeah, and, and it's just not a Brooklyn accent there, you know? That's, right, who's, we yes, yes. We belong to him, to the king, to the one and only creator of the universe, and we're his, and we're his favorite. Each and every one Even of us. Even with all the mess, all the nonsense, all the mistakes, all the, the stupidity and foolishness mm. that I've gone through and created and been a part of still that's the guy that wants me and and I think that it's amazing because I think about my friend Donnie when I when I wrote my letters in jail 18 years ago yeah and said I did this I told you this but I lied and this is what I really did and you never have to talk to me again I won't ever approach you for the rest of our lives until you approach me. Right. You're off the hook. And almost everybody that I grew up with has not come back. It has not been a boomerang. It's been a cannonball. Right. And in the last year, my friend Donnie has boomeranged back to me. That's amazing. And he said, okay, I, I, I'm okay with that. Those mistakes. We're going to get through it. We're, and, and he was gone for a while, but he's like, you know, no. And God doesn't take that long to boomerang. Right. You know, I do. Right. But God doesn't. And um, I love being beautifully broken because I, I tried so hard to be perfect. And I failed. It just, it caused me so much misery, misery to be so perfect all the time. I just, right. I, I couldn't maintain the pace. Right. So I was reading these lyrics. It says, every fear of being loved for who you are, no matter what, when you're stumbling with each step and you're haunted by regret and the darkness closes in, just listen. And it brings me back to something we talked about the podcast before the last one about praying and listening Mm -hmm. to God. And um, a dear couple in my life explained that style of prayer. And she also said that the 80, 20 rule applies to prayer as well. We should be praying 20% of the time and listening 80% of the time. And most people have it backwards. Most people pray 80% of the time and might listen 20. I think I'm like a 95, five. I throw a lot of things at God, but I'm like, eh, gotta go busy, 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 busy. And so, you know, she was explaining to me that there's only one way my cup is truly going to get filled. And that's by receiving that fullness from God, from having him pour into me and learning to listen when he speaks, learning to shut my mouth and stop processing what I want in life. Stop trying to fix myself and Mm -hmm. to truly receive what God has for me. And that can only be accomplished by listening to him. Well, I think about sitting in a restaurant and the server comes by with the coffee and 
you know, the, the international, I don't want any more coffee. I put my hand over the cup. Right. Don't fill it up. I'm covering it. It's not open. No more. Right. And how often does God come by with that fresh coffee? And I'm just like, I'm good. Got to catch some, some, some sleep tonight. So no more caffeine for me. Right. I'm just going to, I'll be done. Um, yeah. Being open, being broken is, is, it's critical. And I think it, it makes us beautiful. It, it really does. Yeah. It, the, the beauty in the flaws. Um, I, when I taught, I used to teach my kids about science, that the great science happens in the mistakes. If, if your hypothesis is always correct, you're not doing good science. Right. Because you're not knowing. Maybe it was dumb luck. But when, when my hypothesis is wrong, then I can see and I can troubleshoot and I can try to figure out where it went wrong and why it went wrong. And, and that's where the good science happens. And so if I'm trying all the time and I'm thinking how perfect I am, it's just going to be a reminder that I won't be. And, and then the harder I will fall when I actually do get to that point where I have to just come face to face with that reality of like, oh, no more perfection. And for me, that was sitting in a jail cell. Right. And, and I know that I've got guys that I meet with in the prison and they, they talk about the fact that that's what they were trying for. They were trying to get into that prison because that's how they became a man. Yeah. And now they realize the, the futility of that, just the wasted time and effort and all the sorrow. Right. So as you were talking, I was looking up one of our previous songs of the week. It was Give Me Faith by Elevation Worship, which is on my you know top 10 list repeat. And one of the lines that gets me all the time is, because I may be weak, but your spirit's strong in me. Mm-hmm. And I need that constant reminder that it's okay not to have everything together. It's okay for me to feel like I'm weak. And I used to roll my eyes when people threw scripture at me because I'm like, oh, look at them just making me feel better. But in all honesty, I've learned over the last couple of years of my life, especially when I am weak, God is perfected. It is his strength that becomes so apparent because there's no other way to do it. I, I can't. Yeah. You know, and it reminds me of that whole God will never give you more than what you can handle. Baloney. God will always give you more than you can handle alone. Right. Because he needs you or he doesn't need you to do anything. He wants you to turn to him. And so I belt the song out. Nobody ever wants to hear that, but I do. I do. And no, you don't. I promise. And, but it's, it's that reminder of being beautifully broken. It's by being broken and by being quote unquote weak it's strengthening God's reflection in this world. Yeah, and we're not, we don't, we don't celebrate that, that weakness. We talk right now, you know, one of the, you know, hipster buzzwords is, you know, ugly cry. Mm-hmm. That's where the beauty is. Right. The, the, the ugly cry is like, I remember when I was sitting in my bed at night because my wife had left and I've got my daughter sleeping in the room next to me and I didn't know what I was going to do and I couldn't get the tears to come out because I was too embarrassed to cry. Right. That was an ugly cry. Yeah. Just letting it out. That's beautiful. That's, that's just, I can't. I right. can't. And there's a difference between I can't and it won't happen. You know, I can't is wonderful. It won't happen. 
that's that's a hopeless thing but i can't that's so hopeful right those are some of the most hopeful words that i can say is i can't because now here comes god right you know i can't fly to hawaii here comes the airplane mm-hmm. aloha you're so funny i do what i can it's <laughs> i was once told by a, a, a partner at uh, starbucks if only we could harness your energy for good. And I was like, mess it up podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. It's harnessed for good. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, we were talking before the, the break about going and visiting the, um, uh, the doctor. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, of stigma that comes along with that. that Absolutely. That I carry. Mm-hmm that my family carries, right. uh, that society says, you know, because it's an admission of weakness. Americans are right. not weak. We're strong. We get through. We pick ourselves up by the bootstraps. Right. I don't even have boots. So where am I going to get bootstraps to pick myself up by, you know? Texas. And, and how do you do that? You can't. All that does is mean your hands are down by your ankles. You can't lift yourself up. you got to take your hands off the bootstraps to get up. It's asinine. The whole concept is flawed from the get-go. Right. I agree. How do we get past that? How do we get, how do we make it so it's okay? Because I think it needs to be okay. Because, I mean, one of the things in, in Christendom is, well, Christian can't suffer from depression or anxiety. No. That, where is your faith? Right. What are you doing wrong? You must be sinning. Exactly. Ooh, you're bad. Get away from me. Yep. I've got a, I've got a curse that I have to break because yeah. I've got a mental health issue. Yeah. Um, there's a thing called science. And they've discovered things about your brain and how it's wired and what it does and how it functions. And all of that plays into different reactions in your body. And so, yeah, it's all in my head. Literally. (laughs) Well, yeah, because it's psychological. Right. But I think the biggest way to break the stigma, too much non-caffeinated coffee. (laughs) I don't know what that is. But is to talk about it to do exactly what we're doing to encourage others to be confident in who they are and finding out who they are, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think that's part of my thing is I've always thought forever and ever that it's just normal to be me. And I don't know anybody different because I don't talk about those things. Yeah. But as soon as you start to talk about things and as soon as you start to listen to other people, you realize, Hey, wait a minute. I don't have to struggle in this area. There are ways that I can relieve some of that pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. There are things chemically, genetically, whatever it is that are impacting. And to have, you know, somebody evaluate that, to have somebody look at that, to have somebody talk through that with you Mm -hmm. to find out if, if yeah, there are bigger underlying issues than what you think. It's not you just making it up because you want to be miserable all the time. Right. You know, I don't want to obsess over stupid things that make me miserable. How do I stop that? How do I figure that out? Um, yes, pray more. Absolutely a good idea to stop my, you know, roller coaster mind of going places. But beyond that, when I tailspin and there is no stopping, no matter how much I pray, no matter how much I reach out and talk, no matter what, like that freight train is a hundred miles an hour off the cliff. Mm-hmm. How do I stop that? What do I do? It's no longer in my hands. I need to figure out what that looks like. And by sharing my story, what we're doing here, 
I think helps break that stigma. Yeah, it absolutely does. Because when I hear someone's, it lets me know I'm not the only one feeling this. But I was thinking as you were talking about being a little kid and the lights go off and I'm in my room and there's so many scary things happening. The mm-hmm. closet door, what's hiding behind there, what's under the right. bed, all these things until it finally, I, I build up this story and I freak out and then I cry out, right. dad, mom, come help me. Yeah. And they come in and they shine the light. They turn the light on. Look, mm-hmm. there's nothing here. If, they talk to me. There's nothing there. If you have a good parent. Yes. That wasn't yes. the option in yes. my head. But but you, I mean, that's what you would do for your child. Absolutely. And and, and that talking about it, that shining a light on it. Mm-hmm. Because when my parents did, yeah. then it showed me what I needed to be afraid of and what I didn't need to be afraid of. It helped right. bring things into perspective. And when yours didn't... It just let the story yeah. compound. Build and build. And yeah. build. Yeah. And it just gets out of control even more. It's already out of control. Right. It just adds. So now I'm afraid, but then there's something wrong with me now too. Yeah. Because I shouldn't be afraid of these things. And so, yeah, it's a double whammy. Yeah. And it's amazing what my story over the last six years of recovery has done to impact those around me. I have a dear friend of mine, and I would love to have her on the show one day, talk about her journey when she's ready to do that. But she just made her first post about recovery on Facebook. Nice. And um, she's no longer hiding behind the shame of what other people will think. Mm -hmm. And like, I was almost in tears when I saw it because she's giving people hope. She's making people realize, hey, even those people you look at and go, they don't have any issues. They have no problems. Look at them. They're doing great. No, they're normal people Mm -hmm. and they struggle. Yeah. The only difference is they're probably not talking about it and they need that. They need somebody to talk to about it. They need that person to show them love through listening. Like we talked about on the last show. It's... It's incredible what happens when you give voice to hope versus to your despair. Yeah. Yeah, I love I, I saw um, our friend Phil uh, this week got his uh, broken chains vest and he's got the hope dealer. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, patch on it. And I'm like, yeah, we want to be hope dealers. We want to be Absolutely. sending that hope out to people. And, and I was going to say hopefully, but then <laughs> that's the idea behind this podcast yeah. is there's messes. Yep. We're not going to hide them. Uh-uh. We're not going to deny them. Nope. We're not going to shove them under the carpet anymore. Right. I, I think about our friend Stephen, unashamed, unafraid. unafraid. Yeah. I try to live that way now. And and we're going to make those messes into messages because right. people need to hear it. Someone out there right now is, is listening to this and they needed to hear what we had to say. If that's you, please email us. Please let us know that it made a difference for you so we can get your story because your story is going to make a difference to somebody else down the line. And I don't know who you are. Right. And you don't know who they are, but they do. Well, and that was one thing I was thinking, you know, as we go through this podcast and what my friend was telling me earlier about, you know, just how raw I can be, you know, here is, I don't know where my thought was going. There it went. Do you All see right. it? It I flew away. Boom, it's flying right. It's, like, it's gone. It's like Tinkerbell in here. It's so crazy. It. Oh, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Here's what I'm going to do, Christina. I'm going to let you think about that. When you come up with it, 
I'm going to let you email the show, and we'll talk about it next time. Where would I email you that? You can email it to us at info at messituppodcast.com. Or if you don't want the whole staff reading your email, you just want to talk to Paul, just want to hit the bow tie guy with just your own thoughts, you can email it to bowtieguy at messituppodcast. Now, if you want those nosy interns to stay out of your business, but you don't want me to read it. I figured out what I was going to say. So I'll give you my email afterwards. Okay. But I could come on the show and I could pretend that everything was fine and that I was in this great place of recovery, standing on, you know, my mountain of beautiful everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sober. Life is good. Here's how you get to where I'm at. I could do that. Mm -hmm. I could absolutely. And nobody out there would know any different because I could come on and I could just be what I feel everybody needs me to be. Right. Instead of being authentically who I am. But what is anybody going to get out of that? What am I going to get out of that? You know what they're going to get out of it? They're going to get out of it. Right. They're not even going to listen. Right. Because it's not authentic and it, it reads. Yeah. When we fake it, yeah. it reads to people. And I, I think I've been fooling everybody. <laughs> and I realized, no. Right. And that's why it's... It's so necessary for us to just be who we are right in the middle of it. That doesn't mean that I'm going to go, you know, into the restaurant down the street and be like, Hey guys, I've been depressed lately. Who wants to talk? Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, people aren't going to want me to sit in Starbucks and and say, you know, Hey, let me tell you my sins, my secrets, my, my yeah, it's, it's not, but that's why we have an internet where we can't see anybody. We can just right. say it without any fear. So see, and I would love to be as confident and as frank with the people closest to me and expressing my discomfort as I can be in this setting. It's so hard. It really is. I think there's, I think that drives me to try to be that person for somebody else. There's more skin in the game when it's a person that I know, right. my family member. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that changes the game. It really does. Yeah. It does. But progress. Absolutely. Not perfection. Every step is a step in the right direction. Yep. Now, here's the thing. You can still email me at those places if you want to, even though we came up with your thought, which was a great thought, and I appreciate it. Bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. There, you have it. There it is. Are you happy now? And and the interns (laughs) won't read those. So, you know, if you need to get it uninterned. No, interns won't read any of it. (laughs) We might have interns. You don't know. This this show could blow up. I know, though. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyhow, it is our pleasure. It's my pleasure mm-hmm. for her, and I know I can see I'm Christina's face. It's her pleasure it to is. do this and bring it this. Is. We are so glad you're there for us, and uh, we love being here for you. If you've got a song of the week idea, send that in. If you've got uh, a word of the week that you want us to use, that'd be great too. But listen, folks, if you have a mess that mm. needs to be turned into mm-hmm. a message, let us know. We need to, yeah, we need to have you uh, do it. And you can be our our phone-in friend for that week. It's super easy, super painless, super rewarding. Nothing is as good as this. That's right. Yeah. So I appreciate you being here. We'll catch you again next week with show number 30. Ta-ta.
Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.